When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> Welcome to Don't Blame Me. This is an advice podcast where you guys call in with questions you have about your life, situations that you're dealing with, and we give you advice. We're giving advice on awkward situations, family, sex, trauma, dating, relationships, doing the nasty, anything (laughs) weird and in between. And remember, we are always giving our advice from our own personal experiences. We are not professionals. We are not experts. We are just your, your best friends 
friends, your hoes, your bitches, your squad, the friends who are probably going to give you the advice that maybe is not what your therapist would say, but is definitely the advice you should hear. We're all about tough love. We're not sugarcoating anything. And uh, we're talking to you like we talk to our best friends. And I am your host, Megan Rinks, and I'm joined by my co-host and producer, the fantastic, marvelous, superwoman, Melissa DeMonts. Hello. (laughs) I love that intro. That was dynamite. Fantastic, wow. wonderful. I, I feel all this I feel all the same things about you too. Thank you so I'm much. S- I'm so happy that we're friends. Me and fucking I mean, too. I mean that like from the bottom of my heart. Oh, I would I would die. Like there I don't know what I would do. Like I, I would what did I do before you? I don't know. Miserable. 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 What is life? Truly. If anybody like needs a pump up too before you go like t- like box or like work out like I you I we were talking about this last night right like mm-hmm. later at night I literally was like I could do a hundred pushups right now oh, like no, we I did was... not talk about this this oh, wait, I don't I know you... who you were talking to oh I thought you said the mailman the mail the mail the, yeah the post. yeah I thought you meant the like hundred pushups like you told me that. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. That's just Got how obs- I, I was like livid you for you. Like I yes. was like this. Please take it away. Huh. So <laughs> I have a business mailbox because, you know, the government requires you to have a business address, even though, you know, most things are virtual now. So the last time I went was three months ago when I had to renew my box. And so, you know. I had to renew it again. Haven't been since because I've been getting all my mail sent forwarded here at my apartment. So um, because I don't want to go and be around germs. So mm-hmm. yesterday I had to go renew it. I almost forgot that I needed to do it. And um, I'm walking to the door. They have, you know, the little patches outside, like to stand and wait in case there's too many people in. And I looked inside and I was like, oh, there's not that many people in. But then a man who was also a patron of the mail place, because it's not the post office. I don't want to shit on the post office. We love the post office. Yes, we love the post office. A a man that was also a patron of the mail place. He um, opened the door for me. And he had a mask on the lower part of his face and not over his nose. Um, and even if he had one over his nose, my response to him would have been the same thing. And so he opens the door and I was like, no, go ahead. And he said, no, I'm holding the door for you. And I was like, no, you know, like I'm trying to keep six feet, please go ahead. And he said, I don't care about that. And I said, well, I care, please go ahead. And he gets like all huffy and puffy and then pushes his way outside the door. And he's like, this is why you can't do anything for bitches. I was just trying to hold the door open. It took everything in me not to turn around and clock this dude. Also, he was like six, five and huge, like yeah. big. But so like, it's not like I could. So, you know, I go in renewing my box and I come back outside. And I don't think I told you this part, but he was uh-uh. sitting in his car with like three other dudes None of them had masks on. He was just like looking at me when I came out and I just like glared at him because I'm not going to back down from yeah some dipshit. So I don't know if he was like waiting for me to come out or he was just sitting in the car. But either way, he was trying to intimidate me. And so fuck toxic trash men and fuck this pandemic. Like, why? It's literally bringing out. Like what is inside of people and mm-hmm. to a terrible, terrible way, like to a terrible extent, like 
absolutely disgusting. Yeah. If you would like to be on an episode of Don't Blame Me, please give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You have to be 18 or older or with your parents' permission before you leave us a voicemail. Make sure it's nice, clear, and concise, under three minutes. And our pro tip is, you know, write it down and then read it. Make sure it's all nice and great. If you're not a Virgo, embody what it would be like to be a Virgo calling into the show. Uh, Before we get into our first call, guys, we have an update from a caller on a previous episode, and she is here right now. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. And you guys aren't seeing the video, um, and we already addressed this like with each other, but I just feel like the audience should know that she is sitting in her car. Yes. So (laughs) it is on brand. brand. We appreciate (laughs) it, but she's not driving, so we do not have passing car noises yep so thank you this is if you're going to be in your car this is how you should do it also cardio (laughs) is great acoustics so yeah great job and also don't do it near remember that one call where there was just like livestock in the background oh yeah (laughs) yeah that would have literally been me if i was at my house right now (laughs) see look at you you're thinking ahead you're like in the car but sans livestock so this the original call was in season six episode 10 and caller why don't you tell us a little bit about what the original call was okay yeah so um it was just basically my fiance was well we got drunk and I asked what he would like me to do, and he said that he would really like it if I could talk about previous sex stories with other partners that I've had. And I'm really shy Mm -hmm. and, like, come from a religious house where that's, like, bad. (laughs) So I didn't know how to do that, um, but I wanted to. So, so far, we've just kind of... like he, He works on the road, so he works long distance. So we kind of just incorporated it into our texting every once in a while. Um, It's still like a little bit uncomfortable and odd for me, but we've tried to do it that way before we like try to do it in person. And that seems to be working. (laughs) That's what I would do. Yeah. It's like a little warm up, a little tease. Mm -hmm. And it's in writing too. So you can edit yourself. Right, and like, if yeah. you feel awkward, like there are sometimes when you send a sex, and like there are times like you know you're like really into them, and then other times you're just like, Ugh! and like yeah. this is so cringy, <laughs> and you like get to do that. You like can't make that face in person by being like, Ugh! I know I'm like sitting in my bed and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> yeah, no, but that's so much that's so much better that way. And then like you know ease into it, warm up to it. Do you like it at all, or is it more like this is for you, homie? I mean, I don't hate it, but I think it's more just like it being uncomfortable not really yeah. that I like I'm just not used to it I think if I can like get more comfortable I would be into it but mm. would you be into it if he said like his previous sex experiences like to you I don't <laughs> think so <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not that's a lie. I wouldn't. Oh no, hundred <laughs> percent. Like I'd be like, um, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like I, I think literally I would actually be into it. Yeah, fucking Aquarius, yeah. you're chill ass. <laughs> What's your it sign? By the way, like- I'm an Aquarius. Actually. <gasps> oh okay. wow. Yeah. No, I could never. 
I couldn't do, I could do it. Like I could totally be like, yeah, this one, one time fucking getting railed by some other dude. But it's like <laughs> at any point he turned around and he goes, yeah. So one time I was fucking this other bitch. I'd be like, knife. Do you say what, sir? You fucking <laughs> said what? Like I'm pretending you've never had sex with anybody else. Good God. But that's great though. I think that's, that's a good way to like ease into it. And as long as, you know, he's not trying to tell, tell you. Yeah, right. no. Yeah, he has not. I think he knows better. <laughs> so, like, what are, like, next steps? Like, is it, like, FaceTime next? Um, We haven't really even got there or, like, talked about that. So I would assume that would probably be next, but we really are just going pretty slow. Fuck yeah. Do you think it's wor- like, not that it's like, wouldn't be working or whatever, but like, has he given like positive feedback? Like, yeah, this is, yeah. this is yeah, good. Yeah, well, like, if I'm like, is that what you're looking for? Or like, whatever, he'll be like, yeah, that's good. Or like, he hasn't said anything's bad, so I hope it's not. <laughs> oh, that's great. Are you getting like descriptive or are you like... To, you know you 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 put the lobster into the cold water and then you turn it up yeah like and i slowly would screaming. say like a couple of things and he'd be like tell me more like what and i was like uh okay <laughs> <laughs> my like memory graphic. would not be good enough for that and also like it, that was literally another thing i was like i just feel like i don't really remember that good <laughs> and also like this is your fiance this is who like you want to end up with like i know for me i'm like okay i've had like a couple of like other like specific like really bomb sexual experiences people are like but do you want me to talk about like do i have to like glamorize and make it seem like oh he's great he couldn't find the clit it was so fun (laughs) i loved it like like what and also like at some point you're gonna run out of stories right yeah i know true (laughs) that's so funny oh i love it that's amazing um what's his sign cancer huh I'm, male cancers are a different, a different, I just like don't totally get them. <laughs> and I say that my, one of my best friends is a male cancer and I like, yeah. I like love him to death, but like, I, I'm like, you are so like, I don't get you. Like you're so <laughs> mysterious, but it's a good pairing Aquarius and cancer just because I both like Aquarius and cancers. I have no idea if astrologically. Yeah, it matters. <laughs> to be fair, astrologically, Capricorn and Leo, which is me and Mots, is mm-hmm. the by far the worst pairing. Like, like they're yeah, all, like, I it's don't like think awful. Cancer and Aquarius have a bad good of an outlook, but who cares? Fuck yeah. it, you're making it work. <laughs> it's all first impressions, anyway. That's yeah. really what it is. Amazing. Okay, well, great. Thank you so much for giving us an update. We appreciate it and absolutely love it. And um, makes me happy when people like you know listen to the show and then call in and then they continue listening after we've answered their call and then they're like and we'll give you an update like (laughs) that makes me feel really fucking good so thank you so much yeah of course thanks for having me now we're gonna get into the calls hi megan and melissa i thought of you both to ask those questions because i know that sometimes you reference astrology there is this astrology dating app um it's called like Nui, Nuit, something like that. Um, but I've been utilizing it because I'm into astrology. And I met this guy, we'll name him Jerry. And we got a 92 in romance. It basically like gives numerical amounts to your sinistry connections, like of your entire birth chart. So we got a 92. To me, that means that we are meant to be, right? 
Um, but he's really, really dragging his feet on things. I'm an Aries. I've been as an Aries. I'm very impatient. And we, like, spend a lot of time in messages, but he doesn't want to meet up. Like, he keeps blaming it on, you know, social distancing, which I totally understand. But it's, like, where we live, our city, we're out of the zone where we're able to, like, meet up. So I don't really get it. I'm having a hard time, like, moving on because normally I'm an Aries. It's, like, if, you know, if it's not, like, going anywhere, I'm totally done with it. Um, But, like, our charts are so, so compatible. So I, like, low-key feel like he's the one. Um, So I just am looking for some advice. Like, you think that he's making that an excuse. Like, he still messages me all the time. Um, Or should I just? move on even though our stars are aligned and we're literally meant to be and i don't know why he's not recognizing that even 92 for god's sake but anyways appreciate any insight you can give love the pod have a beautiful day i feel like this is what people think we feel about astrology when they're like yeah. they're obsessed with astrology and we're being like whoa bump the brakes aries yeah. pump the fucking brakes first of all we're this is your <laughs> This is your fucking PSA and reminder. We are in a fucking pandemic and the Cheeto that is our fucking president in the White House is an absolute load of shit. So any fucking government mandated thing or, oh, my city is fine. My city is fine. And you're in the U.S. It's not fucking fine. We are in. We have a fucking dick, a fucking dictator and his idiotic self. It was is a deny. He's a first of all, he's a fucking the, uh, the, the Chinese virus. I'm sorry. He's a like fucking racist. racist. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to go just basically based on the pandemic stuff, the reason why the U.S. is fucked up so much from this is because of our government and him. So then to then listen to your government and be like, oh, well, they say our city. Fine. Even though we have no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Unless you live in fucking New Zealand or one of those, if you, unless your school, all of that shit is fine. You're not fine. We shouldn't, school shouldn't be in session. All of this shit shouldn't be happening. So to say like, oh, well, I'm just going to follow this. That's literally being like, okay, I'm going to follow this thing. And I know that the outcome is all of these people dying. And like, I'm going to keep doing the thing that we have been doing. Like, this is like, not, I don't even know what state you're in, but like, California specifically, I have fucking people who I know who are like just being like, well, I'm following California's protocol. I'm like, you know how we've had the same protocol in place, even though we've increased our like numbers every day. Right. You know that, that right? Means, like, and like they're starting to open like hair salons and stuff again. And like we're doing worse than we were when they put mm-hmm. those there. So like cause and effect. Use, use your brain, guys. Yeah. So that's the first thing that like. Do, this like belittling of anyone who's like well are they blaming it on the pandemic it's like oh actually what that sounds like to me and like you know what we hear about on the other end is like as soon as someone being like oh let's meet up like you and i specific, we're texting each other being like oh trash mm-hmm. fucking trash like judging anyone who's trying to meet up during the pandemic whereas you're judging him for like blaming the pandemic on not wanting to meet up with you so like if anything if i were him harsh but this is the truth if i saw that you were trying to meet up with me during the pandemic i would be like yeah i'm not that interested in this person anymore yep that's i mean 100 percent happened to me (laughs) (laughs) like like it was so fast it was like hey look at this and then it goes hey scrap uh unsend the previous text message i I literally said now i'm dry (laughs) now i'm explicitly it was like yeah no 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 and you know that that's that's fucked when someone's that attractive that mm-hmm. it can just. So that's what I would say about that aspect of it. Um, 
I think astrology's fun and like astrology memes are fun, but like, oh my it's god, it's not a science. No, <laughs> and like, it's the- fun, like we talk about it because it's fun for us to talk about, but we don't take it like a exact science. Well, and also like I don't know any astrologists like who who like I follow or whatever who like their whole like premise of astrology and that they go on is like to better understand yourself and the people in your life and like how to communicate with them better. It's kind of like a, like similar to love languages or something like that, or like attachment theory or things that like, it's just a better understand. It's not like, um, how to like pick and choose the people in your life. It's more right. like how you interact with the people in your life or how those relationships go and being compatible, like on, on paper, paper. No, it doesn't. No. And I think like maybe you think because he's also on that app that like he would value that even more. But I just think that like Mots and I aren't compatible. Our start, our charts are like literally not compatible like at all. But the whole thing that they've always said from astrologers that I've like been like when they talk about compatibility, it's just like first impression, like instant connection. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that those people aren't like can't be friends or can't anything like that. Like you can have some differences in your personality and like that might be tied to astrology, but like it's not the cause of it. Like yeah. it's just who you are or who you're not. And I think, I mean, even our update that we heard earlier, she was saying that her and her fiance aren't like astrologically compatible, but they're engaged. So you yeah. can't go off of that. No, you should take you should take the <laughs> his pandemic. disinterest. No, you should take the pandemic as seriously as you take astrology. Yes, I am ninety two percent sure that you're being reckless and not treating this as seriously as you should. Ninety two percent sure. And also, why do you have to meet up? Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like. If this person, like, if they're your person, why can't you FaceTime and talk and really get to know them and spend this whole time, like, having, like, a really deep personal connection before you, like, meet up with them when the pandemic is over? Like, yeah, I don't think he's your person if you have to meet up with him, like, immediately now. Agree. And I also don't think you're his person because I think he is, like, no, there's a pandemic. And, like, I actually care about people's lives and you're like I care like the fact that he doesn't want to meet up with you like a turn shows on. that he cares about your like health. I'm wet like mm-hmm. I'm wet for a guy who's like hey sorry I can't meet up like it's the pandemic he's like you know I just like the immune com- like if if a, if a man tells me that he's worried about the immune compromise pussy dripping wop as fuck mm-hmm. you're concerned about everybody you're wearing a mask with a filter wop as shit oh Ooh, my Ooh. nipples are hard. Like, <laughs> yes. Talk, talk, talk social distancing to me, daddy. Like, fuck yes. Let's go on to the next. Yeah. Hey, guys. Um, I'm calling in for some uh, kind of relationship advice. It's kind of just a sticky situation I got myself into. Um, so me and my boyfriend have been together for almost two years now. And when I met him, I told him I was a year older than I actually was. Um, not because for any specific reason, like we just were friends at first, but I always tell people that I'm a year older than I actually am because my birthday is like late, um, just according to like the school month. And I met him when we were in school. Um, 
So, yeah, I told them I was a year older than I actually was. And um, we're, we've been dating for two years. So I've only had one birthday, like, to, like with him, if that makes sense. And we're long distance right now. But um, I didn't even have to worry about it, like, because I had forgotten. Like, he thought I was a year older. Um, but this birthday coming up, I, I remembered again, and I realized, like, oh, shoot, I need to tell him. Um, because when I turn of age, or 21, I don't I think that's of age. Uh, like, I'm sure he's going to want to do some, like, some things, like, that I actually have to be 21 for. And I feel really secure in our relationship, but I'm still, like, like, I'm just really, like, I don't know how to bring it up. Because, I don't know, I feel like that's kind of like a big confession type of thing. Um, but, yeah, I'm a Leo. He's a Taurus. Um, yeah, we are long distance again. But I know it, it, it was kind of fucked up. It was really fucked up for me um, to do in the first place. And, like, I acknowledge that. And I made a huge mistake. Uh, well, not a huge one, but it's just kind of like a stupid one were you 17 when you met him that's what it is well because she's talking about he thinks that it sounds like he thinks she's turning 21 this year and she's turning 20 Mm -hmm. and so he like it sounds like he's gonna want to do something 21 thing and you're like actually i'm only turning 20 and so that if you've been dating for two years that means you're wait you're 18 now yeah so you were 17 no, you're 19 now, 18. So you'd be 17 when you dated, right? When you started dating. I think so. If she's saying that this birthday that's coming up is her 21st. Well, that's literally the only fucking thing that would make sense. Like, I was either thinking you were either, like, lying about being 21 mm-hmm. or you were lying about being, like, 18. Like, there's... Those are the ages that you are. Um, This is... This is just like this. The issue with this is this is manipulative in Mm -hmm. like doing this in the first place because you're not you're taking away his ability and his decision making. If he doesn't want to date someone who's 17, which is very, very, very valid. And it's not up to you to decide if he's comfortable with that or not. Like, but then when you take that decision away from him, you're deciding that you don't you don't trust that he will be comfortable. And Mm -hmm. so you you don't care about how he feels about it. Um. And also, again, there's also nothing hotter than a dude who's like, I'm so sorry. I don't want to like you're a little too young for me right now. Like sexy, hot. Mm -hmm. You are not fetishizing young children. I love that. Like, thank you. Like, that's a that's a good thing. That's also a great thing. Um, I'm going to level with you. I think it's kind of sus as fuck that this hasn't come up at all or like. Has he ever hung out with your friends? Like, has he well, like? She says people- that her birthday is later in the year, so her friends are probably eighteen. Like, but like her friends, like for your birthday posts and stuff, do you have to like communicate with your friends and say like, "Hey, don't write my age anywhere"? Oh, that's true. Like, that's the thing that like there's there's certain like lies, which is like it's a one time line; it never comes up again. But like your age specifically is one that like I don't I don't see it having happened that you said it one time and then it's. You've had to like cover for a birthday. Like, mm-hmm. like that's a lot. Yeah. I you mean, shouldn't have done it. 
No. You shouldn't have done it. That puts him in an awkward situation. Um, also, how old is he? Mm-hmm. Um, because he might, this might be something. You just have to prepare yourself that this might be something that's unforgivable for him. But you have, you need to tell him. Yeah. Well, because he's going to find out. Yeah. Like, he will find out. And it is something that, like, it's a, it's okay. It's allowed to be unforgivable. Like, it's his choice if he wants to, like, forgive you for doing this. And, um, it's, it's, yeah. It just don't do this kind of shit. Like, just don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the sooner you tell him, then the easier it's going to be. Um, it's going to be hard. But, um, just be honest with him. Yeah, Just, I mean, if you have a late for school birthday, mm-hmm. it's probably around now cuz I I'm August and I yeah. always had a late for school birthday. Like mm-hmm. I was always like the one of the youngest in my class. Um so you've got between whenever your birthday is, like I'm assuming it's in the next couple weeks, next mm-hmm. couple months, like you have to tell him before. Yeah. Because like imagine he fucking sends you like all of the Oh my god. They're long distance. Imagine this. He fucking sends her alcohol. She is to sign for it to be 21. She and can't sign rejected. for it. Mm-hmm. Like, and because your name's going to be on it. So they can't even have somebody else who's over 21 sign for it. It has to be their name on it. And then you sign for it. Like yeah. Moss, when he like orders like Bevmo shit, I can't sign for it. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm over 21, but it's because it's his name. Yep. Because it could be like parents, their kids stealing their parents' IDs or whatever, and then buying it. And so when they deliver, they have to still check just like they do in the store. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's like role play. Okay. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? (laughs) Um. You be the girl. Okay. Um. Hey, babe. Hey, daddy. Hey, babe. Um, I, I have something that I need to tell you. And I want to like start off by saying, I really regret doing this. This was a really big mistake. And I really wish I hadn't done this because it was not my place to take away this, um, take away the the, the choice from you. But when we first met, scare me. I'm so sorry. I also murdered your dog. Um, okay. I, <laughs> when we were, when we first met, I lied about my age and I said that I was a year older than I actually am. So I said that I was, example, 18 when I was actually 17. And I did that because I didn't think you would date me because I was underage, which is a very valid and fair thing to have done. And I shouldn't have taken that away from you. You should be able to agree and consent to everything in our relationship. And by making that decision for you, I took that ability away from you. And I understand that this is something we can't move past. And I really regret everything, but I just needed to come clean. Well, that is a lot. So this is something like pretty big that you've lied to me about and I really wish you would have told me um earlier and like if you've lied about this what else have you lied about uh some stuff 
I, I definitely, I mean, I had to, you know, create a whole lie to cover up this lie and get other people roped into my lie. So. Okay, well, I'm going to need to take some time to think about this, but what you did wasn't cool. I agree. And you're very, totally valid and fair in doing that. And I respect whatever decision you end up making. Okay. I need a minute. And scene. That's how this needs to fucking go. Yeah, because you, 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 the way that you laid everything out, it did, it, you took, you as in Megan, took full responsibility for everything that happened and uh, gave the complete truth of everything that was said. And the, when you give, and when you let someone know that kind of thing, you can't like qualify it with, like you can say like, this was the reason why I did it. And that's not, that's not, but it's not like, but I did it because of this, this, and this. And that as if that justifies it, like you can explain why you did it, but also it's everyone's preference of how they like apologies. Like when someone apologizes to me, like I do want to know like what was going through your head and like why you did it, but I do want you to still assume responsibility. So that's like super important. And you also have to like recognize too, that like within all of this lie, there is like this, the birthday you celebrated and like that kind of lie. And if they want to break up with you because of this, that's their right. And mm -hmm. that's okay. And you can't pressure someone into it or being like, well, I did this cause I love you. And like, look how happy we are now. Like you don't get to compare like the good times and be like, Oh, look at this. It's a scale. Like it's a pro and con list. Like, but look how great I've been. But like, I did this one little thing. Like it's in the past. Let's move on. Like it's completely on them if they want to or not. Good luck. So yeah, good luck. But don't anybody out there, don't ever lie about your age because it just puts people in an awkward position. It doesn't give people a choice and you should mm -hmm. be truthful with people from the beginning. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, guys, we are back from our break and we're going to get into the rest of the calls. Hi, friends. Uh, I just wanted to call and say, um, one, I love your podcast. Um, I listen to it on all my road trips. Um, but I was calling because I have a, a little bit of a predicament. Um, <clears throat> so I'm, I've always, I'm gay. I've always identified as gay since I was like probably 15 or so. Um, I came out as gay to my super religious family that had kind of a hard time with it. Um, and so, like, it took them a while to accept me. Um, but eventually they came around and it was like a thing that made us stronger or whatever. But um, recently I've been kind of re questioning my sexuality. Um, I've been kind of curious about um, boys um, because there is this guy that I met on um, OkCupid and he has like all the qualities of someone that I would like. He's you know a Hufflepuff which is really important. He's a Libra. He's an ENFJ I think. I don't know. Um, I thought he's an ENF something. <sighs> 
I'm an Aries and I love Libras. Like I love Libras. They always crush my heart, but I love them. <clears throat> and we get along really, really well. And he wants to have sex. But I'm really, really worried because I've never had sex with a man and I'm just really confused and just concerned because I do have some, like, true warning, I do have some trauma with, like, men. I'm not really a big fan. So I'm worried that, like, we're going to try and during, I'm going to, like, freak out on him and it's going to be a whole big thing. But I just, I don't know what to do. I'm so confused. Um, I'm worried that if I do like him, I'm going to have to re-come out to my parents and be like, hi, parents. Remember when I, <clears throat> remember when I told you that I was gay? Surprise, there's a man that I like, and it was all for nothing, and they're going to be all emotional, and I'm just really concerned. So if you could help me, that would be great, because <laughs> I really don't know what to do. Okay, first, I want to point out that you met him on OkCupid. So that means that you would have had yeah, men, you know, um, selected as far as somebody that you wanted to date. And the thing about sexuality is that it's on a spectrum. And so you and it, it's on a spectrum. So it could be like you were attractive, attracted to women all your life. And then now there's just this one guy is the only guy that you'll ever be attracted to or it could be you're attracted to women and now you're attracted to men or it could be you're attracted to everybody like mm -hmm. it doesn't sexuality doesn't fit into one box and you don't have to come out to people again unless you want to like it could be you know maybe you're fluid we don't mm -hmm. know but it's for you and you don't have to tell anybody unless like you're really into this guy. Yeah. And I would also say like, I think there's like a lot of like really great readings on uh, like trauma and related to like the LGBTQIA plus community. And I, like people posted in like our Facebook group, like some like interesting articles of people who've gone through like very similar things, of, like questioning uh, their sexuality. And I think like, I also just want to say that like right off the bat, like coming out to your family and the choice you made to come out to your family, like is not, not a waste. Like that's mm -hmm. never going to be a waste. And like, regardless of like where your sexuality goes from, from here, like honoring that part of your life. If like you aren't attracted, like if you're attracted, like you said, if you're attracted to like this one man, that doesn't negate like every other woman you've ever been attracted to or every other like non-binary person you've been attracted to or anything like it doesn't negate that at all. And I think like even if from here, let's say this person is like the person you end up with for the rest of your life, like you never date anyone of uh, like you never date anyone in like the LGBTQIA plus community ever again, like you're dating like a cis straight man. Not sure if that's like where he falls, but like. Uh, that like just let's just say for example you're doing that that doesn't make you any less of whatever you identify as like if you decide that you mm -hmm. want to identify as just like a part of the community if you want to identify as like whatever you want or if you don't want to identify as anything like your like title and your label should be something 
that feels good to you and like feels empowering to you. And that's the reason why you, you, you're comfortable with it. It's not for anybody else at all. Like it's just for you. And if there isn't one that like fits you or feels good to you, then like be done with that, like Mm -hmm. a label. And if, if one felt good for a while, but like doesn't sit right now, like, okay, like it's your life and it's your choices for whatever you want to do. And I think like honoring the fact that like, that's such a huge thing to like come out to like incredibly religious parents and like have this be like a a process of getting there. And that's never going to be a waste regardless of like Mm -hmm. the, what, whoever you end up with, like what they identify as. So, um, I think if we're going to talk about like, first of all, if he wants to have sex, we're in a pandemic. Right. (laughs) So you can have sex, but no mouse. Yeah. And like he can't, you know, like, come anywhere. The, yeah. So like, or if it's and in like, a condom, it's fine. Yeah, but then you guys need like a can't breathe on each other either, yeah. and like you need like you to have quarantine, to and you mm-hmm. have to wear masks. Put a whole particle like trans uh, partition between mm-hmm. both of you. Um, but I would say in future, uh, if you decide that you like want to have a sexual experience with a man and like have your first one, like I think all you really need to do is like clue him in and like, let him like, let him know like, Hey, I've only been with women before I have some, you know, trauma in my past. And like, I'm going to level with you. Like, I don't really know how this is going to go. And like, if you don't want to hook up, that's totally fine. But like, if you do, I just need you to understand that. Like, I don't know how this is going to go. And like, we're going to take this really slow. And like, I'm gonna work. You're going to need to check in on me as we do this. And like, I, this is just how it's going to be. And I think if you don't feel comfortable telling him that I wouldn't sleep with, if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone, uh, when that you're going to sleep with, like about like, if you're worried about the outcome or worried how it's going, like in that kind of way, then like, I just, I wouldn't do it. I think like, you don't have to like, I don't think you have to like tell someone like if you've never had like penetrative sex before I don't think you like that's all your own business but I think if it's about if for you you're concerned you're going to be in a very vulnerable state I would make sure you're in that vulnerable state with someone who you can trust Mm -hmm. and if you can't trust them I wouldn't do that but I also like I don't think anyone who has I don't think everyone who has sexual trauma needs to let the people that they're sleeping with know at all like however you want to reclaim your sexuality do whatever the fuck you want with your body but if you're concerned about your own vulnerability in a moment and it would make you feel better to like have someone clued in on it then I think you should totally do that because it can be very like I also think that might weed out like if you like want to sleep with them or not um but yeah I think it's like everything you said like it doesn't need your sexuality and like it can totally change and this could just be like the one person that you're interested in and also it could be like I'm not going to say a phase because like sexuality is not a phase, but like it could just be like, oh, I've only, I'm curious. Like Mm -hmm. I'm curious. And then maybe you try it. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you do like it. And I don't think you need to feel uh, like a pressure. Like you're in a hole. Like you can't get out of anything. You're not backing yourself into any type of corner. Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful thing about sexuality. Yeah. And I think that we give, uh, like straight people who uh or like let's say like people who like have like lived so much of their life like you know 
in like heteronormative relationships, if they then decide like once they're older, like recognizing their sexuality and they're like, that's great. But like, I don't think that there's that same sort of understanding in the queer, com- like in like, I'm not a part of the queer community, but in some of like friends that I've had who have like identified as strictly one way or the other. And then they like hook up with a girl or hook up with a guy and that it feels like wrong, but it's like, it's, I, I, we need to normalize like gender and sexuality as being like a who the fuck cares and who the fuck knows not my business not my problem like two consenting adults have fucking fun do whatever the fuck you want um i've been with my boyfriend for over a little over three years i'm a leo he's a sagittarius i've known him practically my whole life ever since elementary school and me and his mom were super super close literally talked almost every day i would visit her at work we would go to on dinner dates together she i like saw her as one of my friends not my boyfriend's mom well i used to work at this type of establishment it was kind of like a strip club but not really but we did dress like strippers but we didn't dance but it was also partial nudity and um, we kept it a secret and she somehow found out that I worked at that type of establishment and she also found out what I was wearing. And when she brought it up to my boyfriend, he was super embarrassed and he got really mad at me. And I was really confused because I was like, um, you gave me permission to, you know, work at this job. I asked you if you were okay with it. He said, yes. So I was like, okay, cool. If he wasn't okay with it, I totally would have left because I don't have any problem with that. Um, anyways, she found out and it's been, it was really, really awkward. And also she found out the first week of shelter in place here in um, California. And I hadn't talked to her for months. And then just one day I decided to reach out and like, Hey, like, I know, you know, where I used to work at. Um, if you want to talk, like, I'm really sorry. I just feel super awkward about this situation. And then she ended up texting back like, Hey, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. But I responded, but I feel like I need to because I'm dating your son. It was really awkward. And she was like, okay, like, we'll talk about it soon. Like, see you soon. And um, it's been months since I have last seen her and she never texted me back. So what do I do? I want to reach out and, like, rekindle a relationship because I'm literally planning on, like, having kids with this man and marrying this man. And we live together and we have lived together for like two years. So please, if you have any advice on how to reach out, if I should reach out, if I should not reach out, what do I do? Thanks, guys. I love the podcast. Bye. I don't know if you phrased it this, if you just misphrased something, but did you actually ask permission from your boyfriend or did you just ask his comfortability level with you taking this job? two very different things yeah because Uh, there's like your partner's comfortability and like like that's it goes both ways it's totally valid like if you're uncomfortable with something your partner's doing like i think it is great for everyone to ask but like i think that there's also an extent to that like if your partner is not comfortable with like you being you hanging out alone with your ex <laughs> like right. okay i'm not really comfortable with that but then if there's like hey i'm not really comfortable about like your own body autonomy like you and and like if it's something that like you're passionate about you really care about and like you're totally cool with 
or if it's like one of those like but you actually work there but i would say like if it was one of those things like hypothetically if i became a porn star how would you feel like mm-hmm. versus like a hey i'm gonna like I'm giving you a heads up, but I want to like see how comfortable you are. I'm not totally tied to this idea. I was just thinking about it, but like there's a big difference between that. And then like, but also this is what makes, this is like where the red flag fucking city popping up. You Freudian slipping saying you asked your boyfriend his permission Mm -hmm. and he gave his permission and then his mom found out and then he got mad at you. Right. Like what the like, he was well aware of it. So yeah. he's just mad because his mom found out? Because that's messed up. Well, because then that's the kind of thing of, like, oh, like, like you're not a stripper. But, like, this is, like, a very popular thing of, like, oh, I'm fine with you're a stripper. And I think it's hot if you're a stripper. But, like, nobody else can find out. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're, you no. want to reap all the benefits of dating someone where you think it's, like, this hot, illicit thing that you get to date a sex worker. But, like, nobody else can know because you actually don't value sex workers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's incel shit. Yeah. So I think you need to clear things up with him first and talk before you even worry about his mom because he doesn't respect you and he cares more about what his mom thinks about your profession, even though he was well aware of it. And that is not cool at all. And I'm sure him being mad at you is part of the reason why she's not talking to you. Oh yeah, because they're on a, they're on a team now. Yep. It's like them against you, and like who knows if he even ever told you? I doubt he even told his mom. Like, oh, I knew, yeah. like, or I was okay with it, or I was comfortable with it. Like, and it's just such a fucking like. I get that you really like this woman, and like you've always really liked her, but like she likes you conditionally, mm-hmm. and like she's anybody, always going to choose her son always, and anybody who like likes avert like a. I understand like being respectful around people who are older in like a certain way, but like also truthfully, like I didn't really, I didn't grow up with grandparents. Like I don't like, I swear in front of people, like I'm not going to be like super rude, but if I like get to know, like I swear in front of Mats's parents, like I'm from my parents and they make jokes about it. Like they're like, Oh, Melissa (laughs) with her mouth, me and my middle sister, Megan, like they talk about us and our bad mouths and then our other sister, Melanie, she, pretends to be the good one but then like <laughs> says things and she's like i didn't say that i don't know where you're talking about that's so funny <laughs> so. but that's like i think that like it's totally fine to like want to be respectful especially when yeah. it's like not your parents like yeah we're not gonna walk into like someone's home and just start like cussing and like wh- like whipping out yeah. a fucking tit you but like the fucking room yeah but there's also like an extent of okay so then you have been she's going to take something that is like so minuscule like she knows you she's known you for all of these years and she's going to like throw away a relationship on a job that you had yeah like that's like that's so sexist as like and like sex shamey and like slut shamey as fuck because it's like She's not even going off of like, oh, first impression. My son's dating a girl who like works at a bar where they dress like strippers. It's like, no, this girl that I've known and who I've loved for the last three years, this is her job. And now this changes the way that I see her as a person. Mm -hmm. Like I like 
do not go beg- begging for forgiveness from her. Like, do not do any of that stuff. Like, fucking stand your ground. Be a fucking, like, empowered feminist. Like, this was my choice. And I was above and beyond. And, like, your son was comfortable with it and fine with it. And, like, it's my body, my choice. And if you decide to not like me then, then fuck off. Like... Yeah. And also, like, the idea, like, oh, well, I, like, I want to have a good relationship with her because, like, I want, like, she'll be, like, grandmother and all that stuff. Do you want her being, a like, and I'm not saying, like, you can have people who are in your family or marry into a family that you don't necessarily, like, you're not best friends. You don't agree with everything. But you need to be standing strong in your convictions with your husband. Is convictions the right word or is that a religious word? Yeah. No. But, like, in your choices with you and whoever your partner ends up being that how you raise your kids is not going to be fitting into the mold of what somebody else wants. And so also, it, he is not on your side right now. So, like, is that somebody that you really see yourself being with? Somebody that chose his mom's emotions over your own? Conditional. It's all mm-hmm. fucking conditional love, and that's not love at all. Like, yeah. if the, it becomes, like if you fit the mold or you do what I think you're going to do, and if you do something that seems out of character for the character I've created for you, then I am not here for that. That's conditional love. That's Mm -hmm. you are playing a part and you are playing a role. And if you do not play it to their expectations, no, it's, yeah, you need to have a, like a long sit down conversation with your boyfriend. And I would also do some reflecting about your own internalized misogyny and like, like slut shaming stuff, which like, I think, as like women we have to like we all go through like i think back to some of the fucking shit that i said in high school like we used to call people sluts all the time and i'm like i still call people sluts but like in a way of like endearing empowering it's reclaiming yes but like there's so much stuff of like or even like something uh i've like a tiktok hole that i've like gotten into recently is uh like the, I forget what they call it, but like, there's just like the not like other girls sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. And like the internalized misogyny of like, oh, it's not cool to like Taylor Swift. It's not cool to like pumpkin spice lattes, like basic bitches. Like, don't be like this. Like, don't like things that are mainstream and cool. Like, don't be this like kind of girl. Like, don't wear makeup. Like, ew, like I'm not like that. Like that's internalized misogyny. Mm-hmm. And like, you can be like a bro girl. Like you can be like any of that kind of stuff that like, and like what you like, but as soon as you are liking something to spite what is popular or to spite like what other women like, that's internalized misogyny. Right. I hate this for you. So I was friends with this uh, girl who I know through, um, I don't want to give too much detail, but I, I basically know this girl and I've been friends with her for a while and we got really close, like the kind of close where like you share really personal information, that sort of thing. Um, well, I started getting more, uh, information from like, like who she is and like what types of stuff she follows, um, through one of her social media accounts. And, uh, Turns out she's basically a closeted Trump supporter. Did not know that about her. I am the literal polar opposite. I hate him with like every fiber of my being. And he completely offends me. So I just, I guess I'm asking for advice on A, how to handle the fact that due to how I know this person, I can't avoid them. Um, 
but also like this is like the second person that I've gotten close to um who I've you know liked as like you know like a person in my life um and gotten really like gotten along well with and they've ended up being a Trump supporter and I just I I guess I'm asking for like how do I find these red flags like why am I not seeing them I'm I am so anti-Trump like I am so actively anti-Trump and I like I am all the things against him because he's so terrible and like as a woman like it, I just I I can't fathom anyone supporting him um like wholeheartedly and I just like how do I find these red flags because like I am really struggling um any advice you have would be great thank you I think in this time and day and age, you just got to ask people straight up. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think there are things that you can look for um, as somebody who does this a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, She really does. Oh, I really do. I do this every day. I also do it before I respond to people like in DMs. Like if you haven't posted anything about Black Lives Matter on your grid and you want to like talk to me about like if you like lead in with a DM that like I can I know where you stand and then like but you're trying to make it seem like well I totally like you know I just like have a question like just want to clarify and I'm like okay I can see from your profile that like you're not wearing a mask at at all like you're with lots of people like you're partying in your stories Uh, you follow Tommy Lauren on Instagram as well as uh, every other social platform and you also follow Trump and you also follow Mitt Romney okay cool Um, and then we've got like you know just like nothing on your stories uh, and then I've also we've also got you know uh QAnon shit on there too okay cool 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 so god I know so what I would say is like truthfully the first thing is look at who people are following there is something that blows my mind um and this is like a narrative that a lot of conservatives have oh look at me I said a lot I didn't say all but stay mad in the comments go for it don't give a shit um that like, I need to listen. I'm going to be friends with people who are liberal because I want to hear both sides. I want to hear both sides. So like, I want to, I want to be around all of that kind of stuff. And I'm also not going to be a loud Trump supporter, but I'm going to like sit here quietly and be okay being friends with you. Because then when you find out that I'm a Trump supporter and you're not okay being friends with me, I'm going to turn that on you about how you are intolerant. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It is just a mind game. It is not because they actually care about you. It's not because they actually want to be friends with you. It is truly, if they're like a, it like fucking Trump supporter not like oh my parents are and like I'm trying to figure out my own political views and like I don't really know and like I'm exploring and kind of understanding and I'm definitely going to end up being a socialist in like two years versus the people who like are steadfast fucking alt-right Republicans conservative Trump supporters if they are becoming friends with it is purely just a fucking chess move. So then they can flip the narrative, like the narrative back on you about how you are intolerant and about how, look, I'm, I'm okay with this. Like I thought the left was all about being tolerant. And like, I get that all the time when I like call, like I, like when I 
call racist people out on Twitter and I say, I think you're late for the Klan meeting, Becky. And they're like, I thought you're like, like you're like liberals, like you're bullying me. And I'm like, yes, I am bullying you. I never said I wasn't a fucking bully. Get off bully. my timeline. Like, bitch, fuck off. Like, and you just want to do that because it's like, oh, well, I thought you guys were all about blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. okay, fuck off. Like, just, just truly just fuck off. But I think that the first thing I think you're right. Like ask people straight up. But I think like after you ask them, if you also don't believe them, like fucking look on their socials, look at who they're following, look at the, look at who they're following on, look who they like on Facebook, look at who they're retweeting things from. Like maybe it's like a local news station, but that local news station or like a, like a local news anchor or something, but that local news anchor is only retweeting Ben Shapiro shit. Like, and you know, you can casually drop things in conversation, like about immigration, about them, uh, yeah, about um, climate change. I think climate change is probably the easiest one to drop Ooh, in. Yeah, You're like, oh, it's Parenthood. so hot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rights of women, like, there's just mm-hmm. like subtle things that you can drop in the police oh yeah if you say a cab fucking you will be immediately it's like but my uncle and you're like okay fuck you and your fucking uncle (laughs) i don't give a shit like i truly don't and there is like if you this is something that is important to you which is great it should be important to like everybody um i think that Instead of being like, I'm so vocal about this, like, in continue to be as vocal as you are, but assume that not everybody is that. Like, mm-hmm. unless you are actively, outwardly, all the time, like, screaming from the top of the fucking rooftops, fuck Trump, like, fuck racism, like, fuck sexism, like, fuck homophobia, fuck all of that shit. If you are quietly any of those things, you're not, you're not doing enough. And, like the people that you should seek out to be friends with should be doing the same level that you are doing. Like Mm -hmm. it should be that same level of like loudness at like calling out all of that bullshit. And if someone's not posting about that, it's because they don't, or not posting about it. Someone's not posting about it. Someone's not talking about it. It's not something that like they're contributing to the conversation. It's because they don't believe in that. And they either don't believe in it because they're like, oh, well, no, I'm like liberal and stuff. But like, I just like don't like talking about politics. It makes me uncomfortable. Like I have this and this and this. I have like a I again, I have a cop uncle. So like I kind of I, you know, the what like but the but the sort of things then no, like surround yourself with people who share your same beliefs and your same values to the same extent that you do. And it sucks because we want to assume that everybody thinks that way, but they don't. And like Mm -hmm. unless they're loudly doing that, then they don't. Like, no one feels that way quietly unless they, like, live in the middle of nowhere and they're by themselves and they don't have internet or Twitter. Like, you have those conversations in person with people. Like, you go to, like, you protest. Like, you go, you, you talk about that stuff. You don't have to just be posting it online. Okay. All right. Are you ready for Don't Blame Them? I am ready. We have someone that is calling to share how to talk dirty about your past sex capades with your current boyfriend hi ladies so i am calling about the last episode where um the girl had her boyfriend asking to tell us about like previous sex partners and stuff so um 
my boyfriend actually likes the same thing and i used to be really uncomfortable with it too but um how i figured out that like it was more comfortable for me is like i would kind of like do it like while we were having sex and like let's say like she was hitting it from the back i'd be like oh my gosh like i love when josh did it like that and he fucked me like so hard you know what i mean like kind of bring it up like that and kind of like make him excited um or just kind of be like oh like so-and-so did it like this and it felt so good like not exactly like oh one day like on a wednesday so-and-so did it like this so that just kind of like made it easier for me and then um you know you kind of get more comfortable with it after doing it so many times so i think it's so great that like we're all into totally different things like sexually and all that stuff and i think it's just like so wildly fascinating and awesome and like it's just like we're all so unique. Mm-hmm. Truly, truly, if you Mons wish. was inside of me and mentioned a girl that he fucked, so and so did. R.I.P. See, and I don't sorry think I'd to have this a man. With it. I've never done it, and I think it would just add to the excitement of it because I'm like, yeah, you were with her, but like you're in me right now, and but I want to hear like I'd like I think I would like to hear about it. I and it in makes theory, total I would sense like to me. hear about it, but I don't know yeah. if in actual practice if I would. Mm-hmm. See, like for if me, she was like some hot bitch, and I was like, okay, tell me about that, and then like, but I've got you now. Yeah. See, and that makes total total sense to me. Like, I get why it could be a complete turn on. Mm-hmm. Totally, like I fully understand like what is hot about it. I just like also I know I would not. I would not enjoy it. But that's also like, you, there's other things that, you know, like I, like other people are like, Ugh, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Like you don't want to be called a slut for sure. Like, yeah. I yeah. get See, how I that could be very I don't very think degrading. I would like to be called a slut. But, exactly. Yeah. But you're like, I could see how someone would like it. Not my cup mm-hmm. of tea. And that's yeah. the great part about sexuality mm-hmm. and like sex and all of that stuff. Like we can all be into whatever we're into. And the more that we talk about that shit and the we more that people like, it. yeah, we can normalize it. And also like, it makes it safer for everybody because mm-hmm. like there's no shame in like what you're interested in. And then also that like reclaiming that like it's not just doing things that like, oh, doing things that you're uncomfortable with. It's like, oh, the more I understand these things, like doing things like how how can I make this something that I'm also into? And how mm-hmm. can my partner reciprocate that and do something that I'm into that they feel comfortable with? And then like in turn. And I also think like reg- whatever you're doing sexually, like the reason why you do it, if it's not something you're originally into is because it turns your partner on, which then in turn should turn you on. Like there needs to be this like mutual enjoyment of it to an extent that like, maybe it's not like, Oh, that like doesn't get me hard. But like the fact that it gets you hard makes Mm -hmm. me like fucking I'm here for it. So I think that's wildly interesting, but I like, can you, I just imagine like you don't like, and I never do this, everybody like ever, but like, imagine if you like never had the conversation before you're just someone who's listening to the podcast being like i want to try it on my partner and just says it no every in every instance of these that we have had they always discuss it before have to have to it's like finger in the butt you can't just go for it consent everybody do a little scratching above we'll tickle above and be like do you you like this this? Mm -hmm. would you be okay if i 
Communication, communication, consent. Okay, guys, that is it for our episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to listen ad-free, where can they listen, Melissa? They can listen on Stitcher Premium. Get it, 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 get it. Follow us on socials, Twitter, Instagram. You can also follow the podcast on socials. Hey, check out the new podcast website that I redid it recently. It so good. Also, I love my bio that I wrote. I think it's the best thing I've ever written in my life. It's honestly fantastic and I need to write <laughs> my bio a new one because like it, like you, it's fantastic. Um, and um, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, Edited by Katrina Henning and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.